today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is Melanie Miller. How are you, Melanie? Hello, I'm great. How have you been in the field while I've been away? Melanie is like our best camera girl out there in the field trying to find celebrities. How's it been? It's been horrible without you. Oh, really? I just hate it when you're not here. You have no one to call, ask a question help? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you were also, we were also separately at the Chiefs game, the Chargers game. That is game. blowing me away. You were on the field. I was up in the nosebleeds. I feel very lucky. I saw Daddy Kelsey in person. He wasn't playing, though. I know. Such a bummer. And Taylor wasn't there. I know. That's the half the reason we I went, too. Like, that's, like my, that's my luck literally spelled out perfectly in my life. Because, yeah, the game meant nothing, like, to either team. I so, know. like, all their stars rested and Taylor Swift went to the Golden Globes. <laughs> one time I the go. one time. That's the whole reason we went. We bought binoculars <laughs> to the game. We brought binoculars <laughs> to try to... <laughs> Taylor Swift is having a big effect on the NFL. Like, there it is. Like, that's the only... Are you saying that that's for sure now? Because you now went to a game you would have never gone to because of Taylor Swift. It was a... Like, I had my parents in town and, you know, my daughter Peach is a bit of a Swifty herself. And so the fact that we might see Taylor Swift definitely was a draw card to my Australian parents who don't follow NFL. My three-year-old daughter who doesn't know what football is. Um... So Taylor Swift, like, got us there, I think. Yeah. So literally, she's the only reason you went. And also, we left a quarter time <laughs> when it was cold and Taylor Swift wasn't there. <laughs> All right. What do we got today? Uh, we got um, Jonathan Majors is hitting the PR trail, having lost everything. Will it work? I'm not sure. Uh, we'll talk about Gen Z. Ain't they the worst? Jodie Foster thinks so. Kelly Clarkson thinks potentially, yes, they are. A lot of other people agree. So we'll talk about that. But to begin with, last night was the Golden Globes. Yes. Congratulations to Joe Coy on his first and final hosting gig. <laughs> he sucked. He sucked. He sucked. Sorry, it was, Joe. It was awkward. It was awkward. Like, he said he only had like 10 days to prepare, so I'm not But sure. why would you take the job if you had 10 days to prepare? Like, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Be like, oh, thanks for the offer. Hit me next time when you got more time. I think if you're a decent comedian, 10 days is plenty enough to write a few disses about celebrities. You know what I mean? But they have to rehearse. They have to prepare. Like, people take months to prepare for these shows. Yeah, he was reading his, like, um, teleprompter the whole time, and the jokes landed flat. Let's listen to some of his opening monologue now. Oppenheimer and Barbie are competing for cinematic box office achievements. Oppenheimer is based on a 721-page Pulitzer Prize-winning book about the Manhattan Project. And Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. <laughs> I watched Barbie. I loved it. I really did love it. Um, I, I don't want you guys to think that I'm a creep, but I, it was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so bad. He sucks. <sighs> I feel kind of sorry for him because it, like, this was a huge moment for... I mean, he's not an unknown comedian, but he's not huge. And for him to get such a big gig yeah. and then, like, have such a bad performance, I think, like, he's, he's not going to get another top chance like this again, potentially. He ruined it for himself. He did. No, but literally, comedians spend months and months, like, running it. They, like, like I th Chris Rock for the Oscars would, like, go to shows and take time and, like, do it all night. 
Over right. and over and over and oh, over. Oh, really? Yes. He'd do like the celebrity disses to the crowd. He, he, and yes, he would uh. practice jokes on the crowd to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, well, this just didn't work. And even Joe Coy kind of knew he sucked because he was like, it, it got kind of meta. He kind of broke the fourth wall where he was talking about, oh, I wrote that joke or I didn't write that joke when uh. it didn't land. And it was like, Joe. To not own it and then just apologize for the jokes when they're bombing. It's like calling on the crowd being like, it's not... Me, it's you guys. You're a horrible audience. And he was just reading the like the teleprompter the whole time, which like you lose the engagement when he should be like talking to the crowd there. Mm. I mean, people of the past, like I think Ricky Gervais has done it and that sort of stuff, and it's been fantastic. But this just didn't land. Yeah, because he didn't prepare. He didn't yeah. Plan. I tell you one person who loved it. Who? Peach? Chelsea Handler. Why? Because that's his ex. Yeah. That's his ex. Yeah. So that's kind of like, yeah. I guess that joke by me didn't land just then. Did they, <laughs> did they end on bad terms? Um, I mean, publicly, no, but yeah. probably yes. And I mean, you always love to see your ex fail, you're right. Yeah, and also she's basically got him the gig in the first place because she brought him to mainstream attention yeah. when they started dating. Yeah. And then they broke up, you know, six months ago, however long it was. Yeah. And I really think that without that, he wouldn't have sort of been in the conversation. Zero relevancy. I bet you Chelsea handlers at home drinking a glass of wine, laughing at all the bad jokes. Don't you reckon? Uh, I think a little bit of her thinks it's hilarious. And a, and a lot of her, as a comedian herself, probably feels... Uh. Not great about it. What did you think of uh, the Taylor Swift joke, being a huge Swifty yourself? Uh, unoriginal. Dumb. He, he made a joke about how we're not going to show the Taylor Swift as many times right now as but the they do at the NFL. But the reality is, is they're going to show her probably more than the NFL, so it's a bad joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> actually, actually, we have that joke. We have the joke. Let's play it. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL... On the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to here. Sorry about that. Huh. So, and he apologized. Sorry about that. Yeah. That yeah. was what I felt the most off-putting. And then the cutaway of Taylor Swift just drinking her wine like, ooh. But uh, it's not true. They're going to show her probably even more than the NFL. I actually thought that stories about Taylor Swift dominated headlines this morning you know did you see that viral story about the conversation selena gomez had with taylor swift and then also miles teller's wife kaylee sperry was also it's kelly teller it's kelly teller that yeah you i thought it's it. kaylee sperry i thought that too but you pronounce it kelly okay kelly teller kelly teller uh are we gonna play that even though we can't hear the audio all right well, let's play the b-roll um Basically, what people think was said was Selena Gomez saying that he went, she went up and asked for a picture with Timothy Chalamet, and she said no. She being, assumedly... Kylie. Kylie said no. And then the shocked, like, meme. It's like a meme how shocked Taylor Swift and Kelly Teller are. It's the lean-back Kelly that she's like... What? Wait, wait, what? Yeah. It's like a cartoon. Um... And, you know, because obviously Timothy Chalamet was there with uh, Kylie and they're all loved up and that sort of stuff. And Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet have a bit of history. They've been like lovebirds in some movie. Yeah. And so, but it's weird that 
if this is all true and this is, you know, speculation, got to say allegedly somewhere in here, uh, but like, why would, why would um, Kylie say no? Because they don't like each other. Because the Kardashians famously hate Taylor. Selena is Taylor's best friend. Mm. And, like, there's a whole beef between, like, Haley, who's also friends with Kylie and Kendall in the eyebrow situation. Oh, this they, is so complicated. They hate... No, it's not complicated. Oh, it's not okay. Very simple. Okay. They hate each other. They hate each other. Oh. But honestly, like, what a beep of Kylie. If true. If true. Um, yeah, she's protective of her man. And you're right. There is like the Kardashian Taylor Swift ongoing forever feud. Forever. They never come back from that one. Yeah. It probably stems from that. Uh, Benny Blanco there. Um, Selena's new man. Oh, and also I should say that Haley, Ken, there's rumors that Kendall helped, uh, Haley, uh, take Justin away from Selena. There's a whole thing about that, too. Oh, there's a whole thing on TikTok? No, they literally hate each other. Right. They hate each other. Right. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, it's just interesting. Like, Taylor Swift goes to the Golden Globes. Why was she even there? (laughs) Are you joking? Yeah, no, no. But why was she even there? How do you run this podcast? She was nominated for Best Cinematic Whatever at the Golden Globes. Best cinematic whatever? Is that a yeah, new like category? Be- best, yes, yeah, a new category. It's like uh, like best break box office breaking like movie. Or Why was Taylor Swift in that nomination? Uh, the Eras Tour film. Oh, oh, okay. Jesus well, that's why we have you on the pod, Melanie. <laughs> For your sage takes and informative, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why am I? What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. All right, let's get on to like a super not as fun topic. Uh. Jonathan Majors, he was on, what show was it? GMA or something like that? And he was talking about the incident. This is the first time he's like talked about it in, in such depth. Yeah. Look. Let, let's hear from him, and then we'll discuss. Okay. Your reaction to that verdict? Shock. Hmm. I was, uh, I was absolutely shocked. And, um, afraid. And I'm standing there, and the verdict comes down. I say, how, 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 is, how is that possible? Based off the evidence, based off the prosecution's evidence, let alone our evidence. How is that possible? She says inside the car, 
you hit her in the face, yeah. twist her arm behind her back, fracture her middle finger. Yeah, that did not happen. How did those injuries come about? I, I wish to God I knew. Hmm. So he's someone who had everything, lost everything, and now he's trying to piece it back together slowly. I don't know. What do you think about this? Do you feel any empathy from him? This? Do you believe anything he's saying? No, I don't buy it at all. I feel like when you get, like, we've all been in arguments where things get, like, heated and out of control. Mm. And, like, I'm not saying I've ever done something like that. Right. But. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he, he, I mean, we saw a video of him getting physical with her. I mean, he wasn't, like. We didn't see any footage of him, like, with a, her hand behind her back and, like, getting super violent. Like, the the big thing that got him was him picking her up and, like, pushing her back into the car. And he's a strong man. Yeah. And I I, I bet, I, I mean, the jury thinks that injuries were sustained during that altercation. And, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of side think the jury might have been within their rights. I mean, they were 12 people. Yeah agreed yeah and they're non-biased people right they saw the footage and so i understand why jonathan majors is like shocked and disappointed um but also there was a good chance this was going to happen when you know you do something like that yeah um i don't know if his career is salvageable from here or what's salvageable or what he'll do he hasn't even um i don't think it is no no i think it's done he won't be working with marvel again no I mean, he said he wanted to be like Barack Obama. He said he wanted to be like Martin, Martin Luther King. And he wanted Grace Jabari, his ex-girlfriend, to be like the women beside those men. Um, he's obviously not going to make it there, you know, to those. You think that Megan Good has any shot at salvaging this or it's just like, is there any impact that she could have? That is just such an, in the most interesting wrinkle to this all right now is yeah. what is Megan Good going to do? Why is she even there to begin with? She believes him. She believes him, yeah, but also he his career is on a sharp decline. And will this affect Megan's good career for sticking by someone that's found guilty of this? That it could because everybody thought that maybe Megan's good image mm -hmm. would rub off on Jonathan Majors, mm -hmm. but maybe Jonathan's major bad image uh... is going to rub off on Megan. So um, it's just yeah, it's it's such a strange thing that they're in this new, you know, relationship. This is the honeymoon phase uh, of their relationship. And, and like when they break up, like all of it, what, for nothing? Like if, the, if they eventually break up? Yeah. She's soiled herself for what? <laughs> for what? For a, a good time. A good D. Major. A major D. Major D. Um, he also, I mean, from my interpretation of what he was saying, I think he like admitted to cheating on Grace. He, he said, like, I shouldn't have stepped out of the relationship. If I was man enough to say, I want to see someone else, I wouldn't have been in that car. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first sort of confirmation that he was cheating on it. Yeah. Like, before we just thought it was a text message from s someone apparently called Cleopatra that said, oh, I, oh, oh, how I wish to be kissing you. Who even writes like that in a text. Oh, how I wish to, are you from ye old? Maybe they weird. Maybe they were it is Cleopatra, the Cleopatra. <laughs> no, but like that, like this gives so much like 
to the fact that this actually happened, the fight happened, because it's like he was cheating on her. Mm. Things got like when you find out things get crazy. Yeah. You get crazy. Yeah. And and so he was trying to sort of apprehend or I, I don't know. He was trying to put someone like, of course, she'd be like furious. Oh, of she course, she'd be furious. Screaming. At and then he's like being I mean, I don't know. Yeah. This is this is such a mess. Everyone loses. Yeah. I, I think it, it, Grace Jabari, who sort of won the case, she loses. How? I mean, I don't think you want to be known for a story like this. She's a, I think she's like a professional dancer or she's. Nah, I, I think this only benefits her. She, this benefits her? Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe. It's just a messy situation. And, and we're finally hearing from him. So that was interesting. Okay. On to our final story. Well, it's actually a duo of stories we've put together. Two half good stories make one decent, you know what you I mean? You love doing that. I like doing combining stories. Yeah. So uh, it's cause we, we linked them because of Gen Z. Uh. Because Jodie Foster has come out and she's slamming Gen Z in the workplace, saying how annoying they are. And Kelly Clarkson is saying that her kids, who are Gen Z, uh -huh. can't use social media in her house. They're not allowed to use social media because it's the devil. Yeah. Um, so let's tackle Kelly first. Okay. She's got two kids. One's nine, one's seven. Okay. Is that Gen Z or is that even a gen before Gen Z? Oh, it might be in Gen before, double that's, Z. That's the next generation. Or maybe I should have combined these stories then. Oh, well, maybe it's Gen Zennial. <laughs> gen Zennial. I like that. Ooh. What do you think about um, kids not being allowed to use social media? I, I, I think Kelly's fighting a losing battle here. Yeah, I do. I feel like social media at that age, I mean, you have a kid. You think, what are your thoughts on it? I think it's it's impossible to stop them. You can limit it, but it's like, you know how if you ban someone from doing something, all they want to do is do it? Right. Like, I think you need to be, be if I told my kid, don't swear, especially don't say this word. <laughs> That's the only word to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and so Kelly Clarkson saying it's banned, like, until they're 18, until they're living in the house. Right. And also, Kelly Clarkson just got divorced from her husband. <sighs> uh, ain't they just going to go to his place to, like, get on their old yeah, TikTokity? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to screw yourself. I don't know. Like, I get what she's saying and, like, why it's a bad effect on your life. But the reality is, is, like, now it's like driving a car. It's a necessity. Yes, everyone. It's it, part it's, of life. It's business, too. Mm. Um, and part of the reason she doesn't want them to use it is because she's in the spotlight, so she doesn't want um, them seeing stuff about her. Right. But if I'm the kid, I'm like, Mom, why, you are, you punishing, anyway. why are you punishing me for your fame? And also, they're going to hear about it at school, so like, wouldn't you want to parent them responsibly and show them the good way to use social media? Yes. Or the responsible or a healthy way, rather than just cutting it off and being like, hope that works. Yeah, they'll just like take it like to a different way. Yeah. They'll find a way to do it behind your back that isn't as, that's less healthy than it had you like coached them through it. Exactly. It's like dr like drinking. Like you're, the kids yeah. are going to drink. If you let them drink responsibly at home and you help them understand how to like do it, you're going to have less problems. I think there's less, yeah, there's less sort of like sneaking out and going and get blackout drunk. I mean, right. there's probably still a bit of that. No, but, but, I, but I, I agree with you on the whole. Yeah. And what do you think about Jodie Foster? She hates working with kids. Well, Gen Z kids. Uh, she says they're really annoying, especially in the workplace. They're like, nah, I'm not feeling it today. I'm going to come in at 10 a.m. Or like in emails, I'll tell them, this is all grammatically incorrect. Did you not check your spelling? And they're like, why would I do that? Isn't that kind of limiting? <laughs> wow, that got a big laugh from you, Melanie. I'm kind of obsessed with that. Why? Go on. Just because like, like we're not as formal anymore. No. Like, but we used to be like super formal in emails and now I'd send a text to Harvey and be like, hey, what do you think? Or yeah. like, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Hey, you up. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think Jodie's maybe a little bit behind. The time. She, she doesn't like this whole new. I think it's more of a reflection of her than it is about Gen Z. Yeah. Yes, some Gen Z can be lazy, but yes, like I'm not in Gen Z and I kind of like, you know what I mean? Anyone can be lazy. Anyone can Dick be. Dick Van Dyke just told us he was lazy, you right. know? People can be lazy. And it's not like going with the times. It's like, like Harvey will like not want to do a certain story because it's not of his generation. It's like, hello, we should be talking about Alex Earl because she's the hottest thing. People, old people need to start listening to Gen Z to survive. Or they don't have to and that's okay. But they won't survive. But then they, yeah, they, they need to get with the times. Get with the freaking times, Jodie Foster. Yes. Jesus. Do we have any Gen Zs in the room? No Gen Z. No Gen Z. You're almost Gen Z, aren't you, Wild? Je- we've all our producer Wild's almost Gen Z. It kind of shows, to be honest, Wild. <laughs> yeah, you're like wrap it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Let's end this now. <laughs> Can you stop talking? <laughs> oh, we'll continue. <laughs> all right, Melanie. Thank you. Thanks for the memories. Even if they weren't so great. Even if they weren't so great. All right, we'll see you later on today, Melanie, out in the field. Love it. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. Can't wait to blow up your phone all day. Yeah, you will. Uh, what do I ask? This and person? then you'll ignore me. Yeah. Like, Sorry, I can't talk right now. Click, click. <laughs> all right, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye.